Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You have been listening to Let's Talk with Tara. It's time for Let's Talk with Tara. Tara is a counseling coach who addresses real issues that plague many women today. Issues like church hurt, disappointment, anxiety, depression, and many more. You will be inspired, educated, and empowered on how to receive the help and healing needed to move forward. If you have real issues, then Tara has real solutions. Let's talk with Tara. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Great day. You are listening to the Let's Talk Tara. Let's Talk with Tara podcast. And I am your host, Dr. Tara T. Stallings, counselor, life coach, and spiritual consultant. I address real issues that plague your personal growth, relationships, families, spiritual development, health, by providing education, empowering information, and empowering inspiration information. Here I share nuggets of wisdom that will um, affect every aspect of your life, that will educate, empower, and inspire you to your next level of greatness. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Listen, go ahead on and like and share and share and like and, like and tag someone. Um, today is our podcast. It's every fourth Saturday of the month. You can always catch the replays on any of the platforms that um, provide podcasts at Let's Talk Tara. So today, our topic uh, is actually a part two to sexual abuse. Why don't they tell? Why don't they tell? So, of course, if you listened to me last week, if you did last month, if you didn't catch it, make sure you go back and listen to it. We talked about sexual abuse. So, um, and you know, why they don't talk about it in families, why they hide the truth. So, today I want to go a little bit deeper, um, for the time that we have and talk about why they don't tell. Why they don't tell. So, and I'm going to give you a little statistics, of course. um, But I'm going to also share a personal story with you. Why they don't tell. And what we're talking about is children, young adults, and adults. Why they don't tell. A lot of children and people delay telling that they have been sexually abused, sexually assaulted, and that's normal. Now, in this society, a lot of times we say, oh, you know, if that happens, you should automatically tell. Well, sometimes people can't tell. 
And it's for various reasons. And we're going to share and explore that today. Sometimes a person feels ashamed. Sometimes they don't have the words to articulate it. Sometimes they are embarrassed. Sometimes they are in shock. And they don't share. So today we're talking about SA, sexual abuse. Why they don't tell. Why they don't tell. The most recent report, now this is statistics. Now we're not talking about the people that never talk. Statistics are what has been reported. Um, so the most recent report, um, accounting, says this, and this is from the Office of National Statistics, shows that this is the most common reason, shame and embarrassment, why... Um, People, children don't tell. And this accounts for between 53 and 58%. And sometimes they don't recognize. The other aspect of that is, as we're talking about a child or a young adult, they don't recognize that it is abuse. We talked about that a little bit last week. Children are oftentimes groomed prior to the abuse, and they may think this is normal. Gosh, I mean, I can just talk about a whole podcast with with that itself. So many people that I have uh, counseled, ministered to, that from the age of three, from when they, they could remember, they had been groomed sexually. So when it was a full-blown-on sexual abuse, because it was still sexual abuse, they didn't know it was normal. Because remember now, remember now, your body is created to respond the way that it's going to respond. It doesn't know that, you know, if you're 3, 5, 6, 10, that this is wrong. It doesn't know that. Your body does, is going to respond once it's being stimulated the way that it's supposed, it was created to respond. So let's talk about it a little bit more. Um, and they don't tell. People don't tell. I'm going to calm down because, you know, this is so... Uh, 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 I'm passionate about what I do and how to help people. Um, children don't tell. They don't because a lot of times it feels good. They don't tell. You know, they may know it's wrong, but it feels good. Their body is responding the way that um, it's supposed to respond. And even though it feels good, the body is being stimulated. It doesn't mean that they still want it. Doesn't mean that, um, because a lot of times I've often heard and with statistics shares that when a child has been groomed, has been uh, sexual abuse has become normal to them, even though they know it's not right. They don't want to share it because the people around them are subject to shaming them or blaming them. Shaming them or blaming them. And sometimes they believe that people just won't believe them because prior to them sharing it, they may have had displayed some behavior patterns that were just not productive. 
And with those behavior patterns being not productive, sometimes people write off children, girls, boys as behavior problems. And when they share their truth, it's dismissed. Sadly, it's dismissed as, oh, well, you probably did something or you're telling a lie or uh, you're just fast. All types of things that are miseducated that are placed on the victim. So let's give, let, let's go a little bit deeper. Uh, why don't they tell? Sometimes they believe, well, nothing's going to be done. Nothing's going to be done. Another, oftentimes they also believe that, well, it's going to break up their home. Maybe it's going to get worse if they tell. Is it going to cause problems in the home, with the family, with school, with church, with the community? What will happen to them? Sometimes the mindset is, I don't want to tell the police or social or get social services involved because it's going to break the family up and they may take the risk of having to go into foster care. These are the things that the predators and children and young adults, that these things go through their mind for the reason why they don't tell. Um, sometimes it's simply because they're going to get blamed for being the victim. Sometimes they're simply, the fear is they will, they feel like they're going to be blamed for being the victim. Other times they just feel embarrassed. That's embarrassing to share um, that you have been sexually abused or assaulted by a family member, by a friend, by anyone. That's so intimate that no one wants to talk. You know, no one wants to talk about that. It's difficult sometimes for people just to talk about sex and what it is. Just talk about, share their isms, their needs, their wants, just about sex, period. So can you imagine a child, a young adult, sharing this information that they have been victimized repeatedly from a family member, from a friend, from a uh, a community leader, from someone, a stranger, anyone, a teacher, anyone. This can be very difficult for a person and this is why they don't tell or when they tell it's years later because then they've they've even either gone through the pain too long and they can't bear it anymore or they just get the courage to share their story they they get the courage to share their story your response to a person that has been abused um, can traumatically change that person's life. It can drastically and traumatically change that person's life. So often, 
Um, I hear the stories of young adults that have been abused, sexually abused, you know, and they share it with uh, an adult, a, uh, a guardian, and the first response is, are you sure you're telling the truth? I don't think that that person would do that. Do you know what this could mean if we share this information? This is what, these are responses that a person that's already been traumatized and receives when someone that they trust, they build up the courage to share it and they tear them down like they're not being truthful or it's their fault when they've already been um, dealing with the pain, the hurt, the shame, the guilt, the disgust of being a victim. So we have to be very careful. We have to be very careful. I want to share a personal story as it relates to sexual abuse. I remember I was maybe about 15 years old um, and I I was fast. I'm just going to say that I was fast. I had already been having sex because I had already been fondled prior to um, becoming an adult. I had already been exposed to uh, sexual uh, abuse prior to that. So I remember, and I remember after school, you know, kids after school were hanging with some couple of guy friends that I thought were just friends. I thought that we were just cool. We were just friends. We laughed. We talked. It was nothing that was implicated. I thought that the person would had any sexual feelings towards me or whatever. Now, mind you, we are two young teenagers. I think he was maybe about a year older than me. That doesn't matter. So, we were at kind of after school and was I was there at their house parents not home drinking homemade wine that's what it was it was I never forget it was homemade wine and I became intoxicated I became intoxicated off of the homemade wine well as a result of me becoming intoxicated he took advantage of me now did I just fight, fight, fight off? No, I didn't. I did not fight off. But I did not want to have sex with him. But when it was happening to me, I had no voice. I knew what was happening. I didn't want it to happen. And I can't just share with you all the thoughts that were going through my head at that time. But I know I felt hopeless during that time. I felt hopeless. I felt, why, how did I get myself here? Why am I here? What could I do? And I remember after the assault, you know, I got dressed, went home, and nothing was ever said. I saw this, still saw this person. I kind of shot away from them. But it never left me. That's why I'm sharing this story today. What happened to me, it affected me. Now, 
can I speak to this person now? Yeah, because I'm healed. But during the time, um, and it happened more than one time. I, I'm just going to be honest with you. It happened more than one time. As I got older, maybe I think one, yeah, twice I was older. But same thing. I felt like I had no voice. And then if I did say no or voiced my opinion or tried to fight, the thought in my mind was, what's going to happen if I do? Are they going to hurt me? What's going to happen if I fight back? If I say no, what's going to happen? So a lot of times I'm sharing this story because me being in the situation that I was in, I was 15. I was already kind of what they say, grown or fast. Um, I shouldn't have been out at, the, at hanging out at my friend's house, especially with them being boys. I definitely should not have been drinking any alcohol. So me sharing that information that I had been sexually assaulted, the first thing, and me being intoxicated, it was going to bring more shame. I felt like it was going to bring more shame and more pain back on me. So I never told anyone. So I can imagine if this happened to me, Many, many years ago. And how I felt then. And I told you I, it happened, not the same way, but kind of similar instances. To me later on as an adult, how people uh, feel now. Yes, wow. You know, people don't, they they assume that, well, you could just say something. No, sometimes you just, you don't have the words to say. You don't know. You're You're in like a state of shock. You just don't know how to defend yourself. And if you dare to defend yourself, what would happen? So our topic is today, why they don't tell. They don't tell because sometimes they don't have a safe space. Sometimes they don't have the voice to tell. Sometimes because of everything else that's involved in the event or that led up to the event, all of those things play a part of the shame, the blame, the uh, embarrassment for the victim because they are still a victim. They are still a victim because no is no. And I'm going to share this. If a person gets you intoxicated, you know, we talked about, we talk about date rape all the time. People put uh, medications in drinks so that they can rape you. That's sexual. That's, that's abuse. They know what they're doing, but the victims don't tell because they feel like, oh, I put myself in this situation. Nobody puts themselves in a situation to be abused. No one does. Now, maybe you shouldn't be some places. You need to be cautious. But no is still no. It's still no. It's still no. And it's still no. No one should, should take advantage of you. That It's abuse. It's abuse. So today, as I close this segment of Let's Talk with Tara, why they don't tell. Why they don't tell. 
I want you to be mindful of creating a space. If you are a parent, um, if you are a loved one, creating a safe space for that person to share their truth. I don't care how old they are, how long has it been going on, because a lot of times they're, they are in a state of shock. And they a lot of times, being in that state of shock, they become re-victimized. They don't know what to say. They don't know how to defend themselves. They're, they feel hopeless. They feel hopeless. So if anyone of you are listening or you know someone that, that has been a victim or that's a victim of sexual abuse, there is a hotline at 1-800-656-4673. That's 1-800-656-4673. Or you can reach out to me at 706-414-5537, and I can definitely help you overcome um, the trauma from sexual abuse. I want to thank you guys for listening to me and Let's Talk Tara. You know where I provide education, empowering, inspiration, information. I want you to remember to join me every fourth <laughs> Saturday here on Let's Talk Tara. Or you can check my website out at uh, Tara T. Stallings, Inc. For uh, my upcoming events, you can find me on all my social media platforms. All my social media platforms at Let's Talk Tara. You guys, I will talk to you next week. Have a wonderful week. You have been listening to Let's Talk with Tara. We hope you've enjoyed this show. Remember, if you have real issues, then Tara has real solutions. Thanks for stopping by. See you next week.